say some things about walking meditation. It's of course the uh, whole image of meditation and generally where we meet each other in meditation is in sitting position. So this posture of the body gets a huge amount of emphasis and it's uh, of course very valuable but uh, there's walking, standing, uh, reclining but uh, walking, particularly um, common for meditation in tropics perhaps because sometimes it's so hot you sit you just feel so dull or whatever but um, we're in England we don't want to huddle in the warmth (laughs) sitting which is quite understandable Mm -hmm. but sitting gives you they they all have different properties sitting very much helps with a sense of uh, stable grounded, you know, stable center, sitting still, you know, that, that sense of stillness uh, does that, can help with that. can also make you dull, uh, obsessive, fixated, cramped, in pain, rigid, and uh, shut off. <laughs> Not to say we don't do it, but these are the kind of things that can happen. I mean, sometimes you sit, you kind of close down the eyes, ears, and so forth. Then the mental stuff becomes so powerful, and one's <coughs> attitude towards it, towards the mental stuff, can often be not very sophisticated. Tend to just to clench, try and hold it back, duck, find some other, you know. So, sometimes we just get in a rather numbed position or a stuck position or energy just builds up so you can feel quite um, bottled up or very stagnant. Doesn't mean sitting meditation is a waste of time, but these are the kind of things you've got to uh, perhaps acknowledge. You know? There's always that hope, I think, when we come to sit that you know, you'll get to that nice, serene, top-of-the-mountain feeling, sitting steady as simple, you know, clear space, you know, softness, all that kind of thing. And that that's great. And that can happen too, when you're breathing in and out, sitting and flooding the body with the quality of rapture and ease. You know, and also, you know, walking. Why don't we walk? apart from the chilliness, so you can wrap up. That's walking, you don't quite get the same sense of really, hmm, there you are, you know, grounded, earthed, settled, you know, positioned. Perhaps it's like walking up and down, you get just drifting around, mind drifting around, or getting caught up with things one sees. Mm. The skill of walking is it can help to get you in touch with the kinesthetic sense, which is the sense the body has 
how the body understands movement, how the body itself, in itself, knows about movement, knows how to moderate movement so you don't fall over, you don't, uh, everything synchronizes. It does it by itself, you don't have to figure out how to walk. Hmm? You try and explain what muscles you've got to move, you probably don't even know how much happens when you walk. But the body senses it. So you get into a kind of a quality of, of intelligence that is not conceptual at all. And it's, it's alive, it's, it's aware, it's, it's sensitive, it's tuned in. Yeah. And you know, the body knows it's walking. And this gives you a place that you can bring your attention to So you're not going out onto sights and sounds. You're not having to hold a particular physical position in the body or a sensation. But you're aware of the movement flow. How movement flows. How it has to flow. And this very much helps with that attitude of trying to make it work or hold it together which is um, one of those background attitudes that we have in life and it gets to be magnified into huge control systems but you know okay so control isn't a bad word in some senses but it's that trying to get it right just, just relax and flow how lovely that idea is, how it sounds. Just relax and go flowing. And yet, you know, but flowing, you know, it's quite easy, comfortable, not swept along, not blown out way. Mm-hmm. So you're with movement flow, just movement flow of the body. Sometimes you kind of couldn't really say exactly which particular places it's happening to because it's like an energy that is everywhere tuning in, it's like how each part knows what the other bit's doing so and you want to, when you walk you want to really make it that way so it's not just your feet walking or your legs walking but what happens when you relax your upper body, your face, your head, your jaw, your eyes your arms and feel gently how they will tend to slightly flex along with the movements of the hips and the legs and like this counterbalances mm-hmm. so as you notice as you as your one leg comes slightly forward then there's a kind of movement in the upper body to, to balance against that so you don't you know, something, because you're standing on one leg for a few seconds or a second or two. So something holds in the upper body to stop you falling over. So it's very smooth. If you, if you just kind of relax in the walking, you stand and then prepare yourself, going to walk, what actually needs to happen what doesn't need to happen 
well. You know, we don't need to think about where we're going, really. It's just forward. Body knows about that. It doesn't go sideways. You go, you know, see it then you, but there where you go will take care of itself, won't it? So instead of what your eyes do, you see the end of the path, you've got to get to that place. So, you know, and that's just, that's just a visual message, an idea. What does it mean to go into walking as if it's, if it's a Tai Chi movement, you know, that kind of quality to it. It's not going anywhere, it's just movement. Feeling the quality of movement. And things like Tai Chi are very good ways to get a sense of that, of course. And then within the movement, there is a, the mind becomes still. Within the movement, the mind becomes still because the mind is actually quiet and listening, attentive. So you get this lovely sense of movement and stillness. It is moving, but the mind, there's a center that starts to occur. A center of awareness, a centering of awareness. So this, I would say, is a very good way of understanding concentration. There's a center. Center is not held through fixation, obsession. It's how it arises and it arises with the factor of ease, the factor of repeated, repeated process, just going through it again and again, and clearing out the obstacles, which is the theme of all, all these meditation mudras, all these meditation postures, to clear out the obstacles. Because the center is not in, inside something, nor is it outside something. It's not a matter of getting out to some place where nothing's happening. It's not a matter of getting into some particular little nook or cranny where the stuff can roll over and you kind of keep your head in there. It's not in, it's not out, it's not in between. There's no location. But there's a sense of being centered, balance, just like the sense of balance. Where's that located? That's what you find in the standing meditation, particularly the vestibular sense, sense of balance. Where's that? What's hmm? the part of your body? Unless it's everywhere, it's nowhere. Unless everything is balanced, you know, then there's a feeling of strain, or propping it up, or holding it together. So these, these senses of no specific location, and yet everything, they cover everything. So then the mind, you know, tuning into that, also has no specific location covers everything. So there's a freedom from fixation, a freedom from obsession, a freedom from holding, a freedom from floundering, freedom from pushing out, 
freedom from drawing in. So, walking. Then, what's the technique? If you can look through the Suttapitaka, and I've never seen any technique mentioned by the Buddha. Just one walks up and down in order to dispel that which needs to be dispelled. Pretty open mandate, isn't it? You get the general idea it's to and fro, but it maybe it's not even to and fro, maybe it's going around, you know, you just walk. Um, but it seems as if there is a definite sense of a track forward, so you get a sense of repetition, you know. You can go slow, fast, pauses, stop at the end of each, uh, each as you walk along the path, stop, stand, find that's useful. Because when you come back to the standing, you can kind of come out of, it's a way to keep, kind of review, because what would tends to happen, I find, is with a little bit of walking, after a while the mind starts to pick up a certain energy of its own, so it starts to move faster. You find yourself, sort of, for me, tendency to just kind of scurry and start moving faster. Wait a minute, what am I doing? The mind is intruding, Or he gets bored. So you stop. Stop, clear the slate, stand, come to that sense of balance. Breathing in, breathing out. Just stand there. Till you feel the energy present, walk. Find yourself getting lost, stop and so on. So you can do this for a while. I do this most afternoons, I do walking. But I would say also in terms of attitudes, you've got to be, for me particularly, always going to be careful of the idea that I'm going to do walking for an hour, two hours, one hour, half an hour, because immediately there's something start, the mind intrudes again. <laughs> this little notebook. You know, how long did you do it for today kind of thing. Come on, yeah. Is this is this school? Back at school again? Have you done your fifty line, you know, have you done your homework? Or is this actually about waking up, you know? Is it just another programming or is it about waking up? See, well walk. See how it goes. You know? And sometimes you get some senses. You feel it's time to sit, stand, slow down, pick it up. I think it's it's also useful when the goes into um, stuck states of mind. When it gets stuck, you feel flat, you feel tense, you feel emotionally distressed, shut off, you know, Something's just bristling away, or things very flat and hard. Then you just walk, and you feel the move. This moving energy, this movement sense, 
flowing over that. It's like having a, you know, you've got a rock in your chest. And it's just this moving stuff just keeps flowing over it, flowing over it. You don't have to analyze, question, investigate, certainly cut it out. You just keep flowing over it and gradually the rock starts to melt. Sometimes it takes hours. doesn't matter. Really. There's something so um, encouraging to to realize you don't actually have to solve problems, dilemmas, weird stuff. Just move with it. Don't get hypnotized. Don't let the snake trap you in its eyes. You can also, um, in walking, particularly you can develop this inquiry if that's interesting, if that's useful. Mm. So it's called deep attention. Yonisor Manasikara is making the mind the attention, the attentive mind work, working it around, getting to the root, to the source. So you you know, some of these life situations or personal issues, you know, fear, tension, busyness, just holding that energy. What is this? How does it feel? Does it feel in the body? Um, so, you know, I think for a lot, many of us, particularly, it's an ongoing process of what are we doing here? Is there life beyond sitting still? <laughs> Where do we get our fun? Where do we get our personal? Enjoyment. Where do we get our? Where do we come out of feeling routined, like battery chickens? Got it. Well, you know, get these little vignettes of things that we lovely to do and pleasant to do, and so on. And of course, you know, you, those are things you can look at or follow. Um, you can also inquire into the hungriness or the frustration or the fed upness as you know maybe this is one of the fla- these are the, some of the flavors that are in life that you don't really you don't really dispel by doing things you can kind of hold them at bay, you can, you know, temper them by doing things. You can do useful things, but really, what if we have come out of real need? There's no, no problem with doing things just when they're doing things it's got a psychological need to it what's the need what is hungry in me 
what needs warmth, what needs gentleness, what needs feeding. Can that happen? Can that happen in walking, standing, sitting, breathing, and just being receptive? Uh, My sense is that there wouldn't have been a Buddha, the Buddha wouldn't have been joyful, peaceful, loving, free person if it hadn't been possible through just primarily through the medium of clearing the mind of its staleness, its rigidities, its jumpiness, its nervousness, its withdrawnness, you know, that there would be a lucid, uh, luminous, enjoyable abiding for us. And of course this this is not something we can say, well today it will be that way, or in one year, five years, ten years. So yeah, you know, there's all kinds of things we can we can we can manage ourselves. We can manage. Sometimes it does seem life is about managing, really. And then uh, this lovely sense of the grace, the grace of the present moment, the blessing of the present moment. And the possibility to clear the coverings of hunger, ignorance, the coverings of the past, the habits, into something that really is free and beautiful. Walking meditation is a possibility in that in that way.